women that are here to change the world and are here to make great money and build businesses usually have some sort of really special gifts and unique things about them that they can't see because they're so close to it. So doing that, sometimes even just the process of creating content and getting yourself out there helps you clarify that. Welcome to the Seven Figure Freedom Podcast, where ambitious CEOs turn to transition from being the doer of the business to being the leader of the empire. I am Madeline Weick Silva. I'll share my real life struggles and breakthroughs as I've scaled my businesses and grown a team that run the day to day without me, so that now I run my seven figure business on three day work weeks. Join our community of visionary entrepreneurs and transformational leaders as we create lasting impact, financial freedom, and an awesome, rewarding life with a powerhouse team by your side. Hey there, visionaries. Today, I am super excited to introduce you to Joe Buffalini. She's the creator of Simplify to Multiply Method, and she helps women scale their businesses to six figures by simplifying their focus. And we have so much in common, Ed Joy and I, like we think a lot alike when it comes to businesses. And I wanted to bring her in here because I know there's a lot of our listeners that are not quite ready to step in and work with me and my team who are at the 250K plus. And they're really looking to grow into the six figures or multi six figures to get to that place where you can step in and work with us. And I wanted to bring you a resource that can really do that. And also somebody that really aligns with how we do business and how we think about business. And so that's Joy Buffalini. And, you know, in her 11 years as an entrepreneur, she's been featured in both O Magazine and Entrepreneur Magazine. And she's known for a warmth, but no fluff approach to helping women do their sole work in the world. It's such a joy to be with you, Joy. Yeah, I didn't even mean to do that, but it just came out that way. I love it. I'm so excited to be introducing you to the audience because I feel like what you offer is so unique. And I know that you really are able to walk people step by step through the processes of actually making it happen and in a sustainable way. I feel like that's one thing that you and I just really connect on and align with is this no hustle way of growing and building a business. So really excited to have you here, Joy. Thank you so much. I really appreciate it. I can't wait for our conversation. Yeah. So I always like to start with your story, you know, your journey. And so can you tell us a little bit about how you ended up here? Like what are some of those pivotal moments in your journey that helped you get here and ended up in this place in this time? Yeah. Thanks for asking. Oh my goodness. Where do you start? Right. <laughs> well, just for a little context, I'm a former middle school math teacher and, you know, went to college to be a teacher, was a teacher for four years, thought that's what, I, you know, you just wear that identity. And the universe decided to bless me with twins, wonderful, beautiful, who were born very early and life changed very quickly with a lot of different life and death situations, brain injury, diagnoses, 10 years, pretty much of me being home, full-time mom, had another one. And, you know, after 10 years of that and really going through a personal journey myself, there was a lot of emotions to process, a lot of trauma that actually happened, you know, 
hearing your daughter's not going to make it through the night so many times. All of that led me to a place of like, what's my passion? What's my mission? How do I serve people? I want this to mean something. And so initially that took me down the path of life coaching, which I started in like 2010, 2011, which was beautiful and I loved it. But I really found my gifts were more in the strategic side of things, being a former math teacher. And, you know, I had my business for five years. I was in 2016. I still had not made more than 20K in a year. And I'm still taking care of, you know, my kids, especially my daughter, who even as a young adult still needs to wear a diaper, is nonverbal, like a lot of care. And I really had these belief blocks about like, how am I ever going to be like her? You know, you see these people making seven figures and have these successful businesses like that could never be me. And I really had a belief block around that being possible for me. And there's two reasons. One, it was identity, like really allowing myself to see myself as something different than the teacher. Here's how much money you make <laughs> in your identity. But two, it was also around really allowing myself to focus because at the time I was doing all the things. Maybe some of you can relate. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about, Madeline, about a business where you're doing 50 different strategies and funnels and all of these systems. And it's just overcomplicated and you're trying to do all the things and none of it's working. That was me. But it didn't match who I actually was. And what I was actually good at, I was following everybody else's like, here's how you have to do it. So my line in the sand moment came in summer 2016, where I was like, I've got to freaking figure this out, or I've got to go get a job. And I had a marketing job opportunity that paid fairly good money, you know, in right in front of me. And I just couldn't do it. And no, there's no way I could do it. I'm going to figure this out. And I literally went to my office. Well, first I threw a pillow across the room and said a few choice words to my husband. I'm like, I'm effing doing this. And I went in my office and I wrote down three things, this, this, and this. And I can share that later. I wrote down those three things. I am chucking everything out. And I literally did like any programs that I took courses, things that were just overwhelming and not sustainable, like you taught and things that were not moving the needle forward. And just everything changed after that. And I finally had my first six figure year, of course, in 2017. <laughs> and it's continued multiplying. And here's the funny thing. I look at that list of three things. It hasn't changed that much. Yeah, that's so brilliant <laughs> on so many levels. And, you know, I think that we make our best choices when our back is against the wall and we have totally. nowhere else to go. And we have to make it. It's like do a die moment, right? Totally. And we have to kind of that line in the sand. So I love love moments like that. But yeah. I'm fascinated. How in the world did you actually come up with the three things? Like, how did you pick the three things? Like, obviously we want to know the three things, but also how did sure. you Yeah, Because I think that's the <laughs> hard know, part, right? Is I know. It the three things. And it's so funny. I think it was inside of me all the time. Like intuitively, I knew it. And I'm naturally good at making complicated things simple, right? I love math. <laughs> and I'm very good at doing that with all the therapies I did with my daughter and all of the things that neurosurgeons and neurologists and all the, like I could decipher it and break it down. And I was so good at that, but I wasn't doing that in my business. So it was like a natural skill for me that I was not applying over here. So it's like when you get, like, I love how you said you're back up against the wall, right? Or it's like, you know, do or die. Like I have to make a choice here. And 
it's like suddenly your mind gets rid of all the things, all the overcomplication and overthinking. And it was like everything cleared out of my head. And I just knew those three things. Like they were inside of me all along. Isn't that interesting? <laughs> right? All those, and I think we have to go through a bit of struggle. You have to go through a bit of clarification of like, here's what I don't want my business model to look like. Here's what I don't want. Here's what fits me and my personality and what doesn't. So I think that sort of purification process of sorts almost has to happen. And, you know, a lot of people skip some of that clarity and just go right into the hustle like we've talked about. And then they get to multi six figures and they're completely burnt out. They don't like their team. They don't like their offers you know, and all of that. So I'm, I'm really grateful for these earlier moments where I experienced this. So it's been pretty smooth sailing, you know, since that first six figure year that I'm glad I did all that earlier work, you know, and came to clarity on those three things early on before <laughs> business got more complicated. And, you know, honestly, as kids get older too, in 2016, my twins were 16, you know, it changes as they move into young adulthood. I thought, oh, it's going to get easier. There's new things and new challenges. So just, you know, being the mom I want to be, being the business owner I want to be, being the coach that I want to be, it can feel like a lot to juggle. So managing your mind and really like putting your blinders on, like, nope, doesn't matter what they're doing. Doesn't matter about this. I'm keeping my focus right here on what's working. Yeah, we align on so many ways. I mean, I cracked up when we first met and you told me your business name is Simplify to Multiply, right? Yeah. Right, right in the line. It's just like, you say. That's like my favorite saying. You have to simplify before you multiply, we end up multiplying chaos, right? Exactly. That's a good way to say it. Right. Which exactly what you're speaking to is what most business entrepreneurs well, entrepreneurs do, especially in the online space, is mm-hmm. trying to learn as much as possible about what we're trying to do with our business and how to make it flourish and thrive, taking all the courses, following all the guru's advice, and just ending up with a hosh posh of a bunch of stuff that doesn't feel aligned, that doesn't necessarily feel like us. That's not a lot of fun to do. Mm-hmm. And we do in a little bit half-ass in a lot totally. of different places and not yeah. really gaining any traction, but we working really hard at it, right? Exactly. And, and this is most business owners get started. So I love that you capture people, I think, right in that five-figure mark where people are starting to build their businesses and helping them already then to simplify. Because just like what you were saying, when you do that then, it gets so much easier to get to six figures. And this is exactly what I teach, you know, because I help people get the seven figures, right? It's exactly the same message is, you know, if you do the right thing at the right time, the ascension to seven figures becomes inevitable and actually quite easy. Yep. And I think that's really what you were teaching for people who are really looking to go from five figures to six figures and making that consistent jump and do it in a way that feels sustainable and fun and not completely like you want to poke your eyes out, <laughs> no. you know, because you can't read another point. email. Right. I mean, if you don't enjoy it, go work for somebody else and just get an easy paycheck, right? (laughs) You know, but I mean, I think I really believe that, you know, while there's nuances to personality and, you know, to what is right for each person to do, I think there are some principles and best practices that everyone can apply and apply using your personality and which, you know, platform do you want to show up on? And, you know, are you more of a like write posts? Are you more of a video person? Do you do reels or stories or, you know, all of that really doesn't matter what's most important is really figuring out like what is my what I call client converting messaging like what am I known for and that expert for and it really does take some introspection too I was quite a bit of an unconscious competent for a while like 
how am I actually get helping my clients get results? They're getting results, but I'm not quite sure what I'm doing that's facilitating that. And funny enough, you mentioned Simplify to Multiply in 2018. I put together a course and I did not stick with the course model at all. Matter of fact, it didn't even sell that well, funny enough, but it clarified something else. And my husband actually helped me come up with the name Simplify to Multiply for the name of that course. Like, cool. And my coach at the time was like, wait a second, Joy, that's your magic right there. That's not a course. That's your brand. I was like, oh my goodness, she's right. You know, so went out and got the trademark and all of that back then, of course. And it just helped me to see like, oh, I'm helping everybody to focus on the essentials, helping everybody to stay focused on the essentials. And, you know, to really, it doesn't sound that sexy or fancy or anything like that, like some things sound, but I have to say your outcomes are pretty sexy. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, just being on this entrepreneurial journey now, almost 30 yeah. years. I can say this, the things that have made the most profound impact in my business, in my life, on my revenue, on my team has been the simplest strategies. You know, the simple things that has that paradigm shift that completely transformed the trajectory that I was on. It's not the fancy stuff, you know, it's really not. And so, you know, I'm a big fan, of course, of simple. So I love this. And I'm curious, what were the three things that you came up with? What (laughs) would you do? And it's so funny. I should have those handy on my desk because I literally wrote it. I put it somewhere and I did not find it till two years later when we moved. (laughs) I found it in a book. I'm like, there's the list, you know? So basically it was these three things. Put out consistent content. Now, I know that sounds like, duh, right? We all know we probably should do that. But there's a difference between putting out random content and content for content's sake versus like really doing that self-reflection like I was talking about, you know, some years back of like, what actually is my zone? How am I actually helping my clients get results and really, really own a zone of expertise? It doesn't have to be niched so that trips some people up. Just really know like, how is it that you help clients get results and start talking about that? It doesn't have to be salesy. It can be very natural. It's just an extension of you being you. What are you doing in your client sessions? You know, what are the things that are happening? I often find out that when I work with a new client and I ask her some both practical and intuitive questions about, you know, the work that they do, I'm like, are you kidding me? I'd have no idea looking at your social media profile that you like have this really unique expertise that the world needs to hear about. You know, so most everyone does. I mean, women that are here to change the world and are here to make great money and build businesses usually have some sort of really special gifts and unique things things about them that they can't see because they're so close to it. So doing that, sometimes even just the process of creating content and getting yourself out there helps you clarify that. So right now you can get my super simple team assessment process that helps me evaluate my current team, identify if I need to hire somebody else, what kind of training my team members need, who is worth investing in and who needs to be more challenged to grow with a company. And really turning those less than motivated team members into productive, valuating, value-adding team players. It's an on-demand five-part video series that will walk you through the whole process. It's totally free. And you can find it at hello7figurefreedom.com team-assessment-video-series. We'll make sure to add the link in the show notes and let me know. 
So consistent content was one. The second one was talk about my offers regularly, like my program by name regularly, just so people know about it. You know, I think it's one of these things we can forget that people can look at you as like a likable expert. I had a lot of people who liked my posts, commented on my posts, opened my emails, but weren't taking the next step. That's really frustrating. I call that the likable expert energy, right? Like, yeah, I like to follow her. Oh, I'm a fan of joy. Okay, but are you going to like make a change in your business? You know, so it's that shift in actually giving invitations about your offers, talking about how people can work with you openly. That was a big change for me. That felt like a big, bold step in saying, you know, I had another program name at the time, my Quantum Leap program that I started back in 2018, which is my current signature program for building the six figures. I just wasn't talking about it. I was just assuming people would know like to reach out to me or what to do or how they could work with me. So that was a big game changer. And then the third thing was don't sell anything under 3K. That was a big decision to make too. I made this line in the sand decision. And that year I made six figures, it was 3K 3K program, nothing under that. And I focus just on selling that one program. So if you do the math, that's 33 times. I mean, $104,000. It was like a little over three clients on average a month. It's really doable. It's definitely doable. And there were some months where I didn't get one client or I got no clients, but by the end of the year, I was averaging five to six because of the compound effect of showing up consistently, talking about my offers. And then, you know, I added on another offer, you know, after that, once I got into my next multi six figure year. But it's just like, oh, I'm so glad I didn't go down the complicated route because it just made this more aligned and fun. And that's what I'm passionate about. Those three things and helping women to just really stay committed to that focus and doing their genius work in the world. It's so worth it. Yeah. And I think the boldest one of those was to say, I'm not selling anything below 3000. It was scary. And I had people asking me for discounts or like, out of scope payment plans. And I have to say, no, here's what it is. <laughs> Stay committed. See that to me, that is actually, I would just say, I think that's a little bit of the secret sauce here is the fact that not only did you sat down and write those things and relied on a natural strength that you have of making things, simplifying complex things. So you had that natural strength that just came through in that moment of do or die, <laughs> right? Totally. That came through for you. And so not only did you write those three things, but you totally 110% committed to actually doing them. And I think because that's the other part that I think a lot of people get tripped up on. They start doubting the decision they're making. They're not seeing the results right away. They are constantly asking, am I there yet? Am I there yet? Am I there yet? Why is it not happening for me? They ask the wrong questions during the journey that trips them up from staying the course of actually doing those three things. Yeah. In the years before, that was totally me. Like I kind of make a half-assed decision, but not really stick with it, right? And, you know, there was a lot of fear and, you know, who do I think I am? You know, so I'm glad I took the time. I probably should have like hired a mindset coach during that time. Or found somebody who had a simple, you know, focus for me to say, do this and um, wouldn't have taken so long, you know, to finally break through. But that's all good because I've learned so other people don't have to spend so long in that, you know, figuring it out, doubting themselves, you know, keep pivoting a different direction, a different offer, a different 
you know, focus that you really can align the journey with who you are and what you're meant to do. And keeping that simple focus does take, it takes commitment. It takes self-leadership. I think that's something we talk about a lot. Not the same thing as self-discipline. It's like knowing what you need now. Like, no, I need to focus on this now. No, I need to map this calendar out for this time on my calendar for business development. No, I need to map this time out of my calendar for, let's see, this afternoon, my hair, tomorrow afternoon, a massage, you know, of just keeping that balance of self-leadership too, of like taking care of yourself and your needs and giving your business the love and attention it needs too, which means, you know, really fine-tuning your focus for sure. Yeah. And I'm going to be bold and say oh, something good. that I think is not necessarily popular. I I think that at that moment in time, we do not need a mindset coach. We do not need to sit around and wait for our mindset to change in order to move forward. I think that's another one of those really big things that stops people from actually growing their businesses. What we really need to do is start doing the thing that we need, that we committed to and mm-hmm. stay the course. And yeah. little by little, our mindset will shift. Because the results will shift. But it's really hard to envision the shift before you see it. It is. It is because it's not real to your mind yet. Right. (laughs) And you get stuck. And I find this not a thing. People get stuck in their mind. They try to think that there's something wrong with them rather than just getting in the game and doing the little thing and then starting to see the results and then mindset shift. And I'm a huge mindset person in general. Oh, totally. Yes. But, But I think this here actually sometimes trips people up because they think they have changed their mind before they can actually get started. Yeah, totally. And I think, you know, there is some inner work to be done, but I've seen that, I get what you're saying. I've seen some people stay in that way too long. And really, if you start taking some aligned, committed actions, you can leapfrog past some of that, right? Like you said, you take the action you see the result of action and your mind shifts like, oh, that is possible. For instance, like I had that belief block, like, oh, only so much is possible for me because, you know, I have a child with all of these, you know, special attention needed to. And a coach asked me at the time, and she wasn't even a mindset coach. She just said, are you open to seeing new evidence, like different evidence? I'm like, sure. Okay. Do you see open to seeing evidence that it could be possible? Within a month, I met two women who had young adult sons who had diagnoses and they had a successful business. I was like, okay, all right, message received, right? So it was just that one thing I needed to see. And that was in that 2016 year of shifting and really deciding and committing like, okay, you know, so sometimes just being open to seeing evidence, like you can do this, open to committing to something and seeing it through, even if you don't get a new client on the first time you put it out there. I love that. And yeah. so what are the symptoms that CEO business owners would have that really tells them that now is the perfect time to reach out to Joy? Yes. Well, generally speaking, it's you have a package or program. You've already put it together. It's like your first pass guess, right? Of like, here's my offer. Here's my program, my signature program. And you've had a few clients reach out. You've had clients go through the program. Might not be quite at the price point that you wanted that 3K plus, but you want to be there. And you feel like something's just a little bit off, like you're really close and you're putting content out there and it's like, it gets some traction. You get referrals, you know, you, you have some clients, it's not like a complete desert, but it's like, there's a few things missing and you know, it's probably somewhere in your messaging and how you're positioning yourself in your own leadership and energy, you know, and how you show up online. And so that person who is really ready to break through, you know, has done some of these things already. 
you know, is already showing up and is really excited to have somebody else reflect back to them. Like here's, you know, your signature process and to help co-create that, you know, signature method and their unique genius. And then translating that into their posts, their emails. So all of a sudden people in their audience are like, wait a second, she's being more bold. Wow. She's telling me about her program. Wow. That sounds exactly what I need. Okay. Here's what to do next step. And that's the shift you're really ready for is to have people in your inbox, to have new people in your networks that have just been kind of following along and you're really ready to receive, you know, new clients at that 3K plus level. Some of my clients are at 5K. There's a few that are closer to 10K in their offers that they've sold a few times, but it's not predictable, right? They don't feel like it's repeatable. They're not, they don't really see how is this scalable? So that's what we, me and my Simplify to Multiply team help our clients to do. Yeah, that's awesome. I think that this place right here is really hard to get past. And it's really hard for us to see our own blind spots. Like you were talking about that you have this knack of pulling out people's gifts and like that one thing that really stands out that was going to make them completely different from somebody else doing similar things to them that really is, you know, creates a totally different attraction point for their ideal clients. And, you know, seeing those things in ourselves, I think a lot of times our greatest gift are the things that we brush over because we are mm-hmm. so natural to us. It's just who we are. It's how we show up. It's how we always been that we don't even see it anymore. It's total blind spot. So having somebody else really helping you pulling that out and then showing you really clearly how you can message that. Again, it sounds super simple. But it's incredibly powerful. It is. It really is. And I appreciate you saying that too, that, you know, we brush over it because for most of you, it's you being you, same as, you know, it was for me and my self-discovery in 2018 (laughs) of two years of, you know, my business really growing. I still wasn't quite conscious of it. So, you know, I really appreciated that coach that helped me become self-aware of it, but I was already at multiple six figures at that point, you know, like. The earlier you can identify this and really own that and show up in that, the better. And we all have that special something. And sometimes it's in our personality, our experience, our process, our training, our combination of all of those wonderful things that are going to be the X factor that make you what I call a have to hire, right? So isn't that what we all want to be? Like to the people who are those yes clients, the people who are the perfect fit for your offer that they see you like, oh, I have to hire Madeline, I have to hire Joy, you know, and there's the right person for the right fit in your journey, you know, all along the way that they're there. Yeah, I love that. And if you could do this whole entrepreneurial journey over again, mm-hmm. like what do you wish that you had known early on that could have saved you time, money and energy to really get to that next level visions? That's an interesting question. Okay, this won't be a popular answer either. Oh, I love it. There's a couple coaches I would not have invested And as I think about it, I think of a couple coaches I work with, not that there was anything wrong with them personally or had a bad experience. And that's not this conversation, but it was that they weren't clear in their positioning. And I kind of bought in on their like, oh, I like their energy. And I'm not sure what I got from that experience. Like when I, as I think back on it, you know, this is my earlier days, 17, Mm -hmm. 16, 16, 17, 18. I'm more discerning now, (laughs) obviously. 
but be really discerning. Like when you hire a coach or join a program, like, are they a lot of hype? Because I did get caught up in a little bit of hype. <laughs> They're a little hype. Are they really talking about like, here's the journey I'm going to take you on, whether it's strategic, whether it's, you know, personal coaching or whatever the process is. I think me being a little more discerning, like what am I actually investing in versus just this person's energy? There's some positives to that, right? But at some point then I was like, I don't want to be just a copycat of this person, but I'm having this challenge in my business and they're supposed to solve it, but they really don't have any tools to solve this problem. But they really weren't selling that. If I look at the package, I was buying more woohoo versus, you know, I'm going to take you from this point A to this point B. And this is one of the things I help my clients with too, because I think it's important, not that anyone's trying to bait and switch, but the more clear you can be about, here's my offer, here's who it's for, here's who it's not for, right? Here's what we're going to be working on. Here's how I'm going to help you get from here to here. Here's exactly my process, my methods, my system. Like the more clear that is, the easier it is to sell and you're going to get clients with better results too. So that's what I teach now and wish I would have known back then. <laughs> yes, powerful. And I actually love this conversation. I know it's not super popular, but I spent a lot of time talking about fit investments for different levels of businesses. So, you know, there's a reason why we don't work with a lot of people in the lower six figures or five figures, not because we can't help them, but the level of investment and the level of high touch work that we do is simply not, a, it's not the time right now. It's not that that you're doing something wrong or, you know, you're not cool enough or any of that. <laughs> but I think there is a right fit. And we also talked about, you know, in the beginning, we're a little bit clueless about what we're supposed to be investing in and what we're supposed to focus on, Yeah, which is why, you know, I designed this whole summit around the different, the five stages of a business so that those who are in more in the startup stage know exactly who the experts are that they should be investing in that offers the kind of support that they need to get to that next level, to get to scale up, to get yeah. to team up, to get to rock on, to get to the other stages and make it easy because it can become, if you do the right thing at the right time, it actually can become quite easy as opposed to, you know, like you explained three things. I did just three things. I had my first six figure year and then it grew from there because yeah. I focused on the right things at the right time. Yeah. And I love how you've broken it out into five stages of business, Madeline. I think those are very accurate. And it's so true that, you know, you can invest in something where there's people in different phases of business and things are being taught that, you know, and modeled that like, if you can't implement successfully because you don't have enough foundations yet, and that's just going to take you scattered and, you know, you're going to end up frustrated and overwhelmed and say, it doesn't work, you know, whereas actually like, you know, knowing what phase of business you're in and investing in something that's going to fit where you're at to take you to the next step in the easiest, smoothest way is just really going to serve people well. So I'm so glad that you divided it up like that and everybody can cut. There's no right or wrong, right? <laughs> we are all in the startup phase at some point, you know, or the dream up phase. That's your first phase. The dream up phase, we were all there at one point, you know, so knowing where you're at and what's the right fit for making the next leap to the next phase is so important right now. And there's no, you not, you don't have to rush. There's no rush. There's not trying to get to the next stage. 
it's not better to be on another stage. You know, if you can go all in on that one stage you're in and really invest in the right things at the right time, yeah. it's going to be more fun. It's going to be easier to climb to where you're going and create the vision and create the impact that you're looking for. And you're going to find the right fit investments and the right fit coaches that really can support you. And, you know, if you stay on the path. So yeah. love that. And where can people find out more about you and learn more about the services that you offer? Oh, thanks. We have a freebie, I believe, that goes along with the summit that you can opt into. It's called the Daily Needle Movers Cheat Sheet. So somewhat like my three checklist of three, this is a checklist of four, where I added on one about growing your audience of how to do that. But just daily things that you can focus on, the simple things that will help keep moving the needle forward. You can find me on Facebook. Just connect with me. Send me a message. Hello. I also have a simplify to multiply community. So it's my Facebook group. You'll see right on my page there as well. If you want to follow along with ongoing content and I run workshops every other month, those are always fun where I do some daily teaching on these step-by-step things to think about, like these under the surface foundations to get some real clarity on that. So those deliver a lot of value as well. So I'd love to connect with those of you who are watching. Say hello. Yay. Fantastic. And yes, the links and all of that will be available for everybody. So it's easy to find and easy to click through. And just for fun, yeah. what is something new and funny in your life right now? Oh, well, <laughs> fun in my life right now is enjoying the beach. So we bought a beachfront condo. So we even spent Christmas Day there. So that's been really fun. We moved to Florida near the beach a couple of years ago. And that's been our dream to have a property on the beach. Someday we want to be there 100%. But right now we're enjoying it for the weekend. So we're almost empty nesters now that kids are older. And so it's been a nice phase for my husband and I to like really like make this new phase of our life real and enjoy. I just love being outside and sunshine and water. So just more of that in my life has just been a delight. And I'm going to say also just connecting with more women in person, getting to know more women, you know, meeting up, seeing who's in the area. That's been really neat to do too. Just make some new friends, fun, all those things. Even women who are not entrepreneurs, actually, sometimes it's nice to have friends who are not business owners, who you just connect with energetically or think, you know, think very similarly. So those have been two fun things for me. I feel like I'm like finally going into like adulting. <laughs> Yay. After taking care of kids for years and years and years. I know I'm like 48 years old and finally getting here. Right. <laughs> That's awesome. Well, it's been such, so much fun chatting with you. I was going to say joy again, but now it's like, you know, I, but really fun. And I just found, you know, 15 other things that you and I align on. So that was, of course, That's also great. And yeah, just thank you so much for stepping in and sharing your brilliance. Thanks for hosting this. This was fun. Thanks for tuning in to the 7 Figure Freedom Podcast. I hope this episode sparked a shift in perspective to help you amplify your impact, income, and freedom. Schedule a call with me today. You'll find the scheduling link in the show notes to take the first step towards gaining clarity on how to bring your vision to life with more ease. I'm looking forward to reconnecting with you next week for more insights, inspiration, and innovation. Check the show notes for additional resources. 